welcome to episode 333 of This Is Whole Life. It is your host as always, Randy. But listen, what is that? It's silence. There's no Jeff. There's no Ken. But there's a Freud bras in the house today. First time podcast. First time. First time guest. Yes. Welcome aboard. Thank you so much. All it's right. a pleasure to be here with you. Okay, so some of you who weren't here at Whole Life this past week yes. and who have not watched the message yet, and we all know that if you swipe up in today's show notes, you can click on the link that says Speaking of Grace, and you can go listen to that podcast. Of course, you can go to our website, wholelife.church, and you will find the replay of that message there as well. But if you were here or if you have listened to the message, you'll know who Freud is. And if not... I'm going to let him introduce himself as he is new to whole life as a staff member. Yes. So tell us tell us about your position. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I was born in Brazil. Oh. Uh, yes. And when I was 10, I moved to Portugal. My parents, they, they wanted to, you know, go to another country to try to have a better life. And when I was 21, I moved to France to our uh, Adventist University. And okay. I studied theology over there. I did my bachelor's and master's in theology. I worked in Switzerland. I was still living in France, but, but I was working in Switzerland for the conference over there as a pastor for seven years. Is that, that's not, uh, geographically speaking. It's I, did, I didn't close. check this up, but it's close, right? Yeah. That's like next door neighbors. For example, my apartment was five <laughs> minutes walking from the border. What? So I could I could see uh, Geneva, the city. Oh, cool! And yeah, and it's beautiful. There's a pretty mountain. There's mountain everywhere over there. It's super nice. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so I moved to the states a year ago with my wife, Deanna, and uh, she had a job offer here from Advent Health. So I was taking a break from the ministry. It was nice, uh, you know, <laughs> resting. Yeah. Sabbatical, right? That's what yes. we call it in this world. <laughs> yeah, and uh, just going to church just to enjoy it and serve. And I got the call to work here, and uh, I'm happy to be here. And your title here, so p- folks know? Family, Life, Pastor, and Growth. And growth. It, it's a hard title, especially for me. That special, but what does English. it what does it mean? It, it so, must mean something important if it if yeah. They give so that to I'm you. gonna work with Sabbath schools, small groups, pathfinders, and social events. And social events. Everything Ooh. related to relationships. That's mainly what that's I'm you. gonna work. That is awesome. Yeah, I and, like it. And and on the podcast, I mean, we don't get much for accents around here, so I'm already yeah. enjoying the the, <laughs> the banter. And if you can't tell, you probably can't, but you may not have actually thought about it. But when you mm. listen to a podcast, you can kind of tell. We don't have as many tools as you see on video. You can tell whether someone is looking, they're frowning, or they're yeah. using their hands. I I'm, I'm here waving my hands. I'm mm-hmm. trying not to get the paper too close to the microphone. But you can always tell when someone is smiling. And if you've heard the first couple of paragraphs that Freud has just shared with us, he is smiling consistently. And that's that's, an, that's, that's a nature, it, that's that's a nature of, of how you see him every single <laughs> yeah. day. So Thank I you. hope you enjoy that as much as we do. Okay. So for full transparency, Ken's out of town. Uh, Jeff was un, uh, unavailable to do the podcast. And we finished up our great question series this week. And I was like, look, Freud, you know, you got introduced this week. And so literally like 15 minutes ago, I'm like, Hey, 
well, you can do the podcast, right? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, not so <laughs> I was sure. like, mm, my English. <laughs> but here I am. So we're going to put, we'll, we'll put the, the English warning out there. But also, I thought it would be a nice chance for everyone to get to know you a little bit better, get to hear from you. And uh, very soon, his bio and everything will be up on the website. I got all the information for that today. And so we'll be able to dig a little bit deeper. And next time you're in the lobby, do what I did almost a year. I don't think it was too long ago no. after you got here that we mm -hmm. met in the lobby. I remember specifically one Saturday morning, we talked for quite a while yeah, in the lobby. Yeah, I remember that. And um, I was like, was man, nice. I was like, I can't remember his <laughs> name. And I was describing you yeah. to Ken. And he's like, oh, you talked to Freud. Yes. And I'm like, what? So let and, me tell you something. And I'm he's all, like, you did. And yeah. I'm like, how do you know? He's like, because that's Freud. I can tell. Yeah. So I'm always smiling. But actually my name, when I say my name, People think about Sigmund Freud, but mm -hmm. actually Freud in German, which we say Freud, uh, means joy. It's the same word. Really? So you can think about Freud and joy, and you're going to remind my name. Well, not, now it's stuck. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to think of anything else. Yeah. So we're, gonna, we're not going to take a long time today. I think that the, the message, though, I want to point out was maybe the first one I've ever heard I can't say the first one, but very few. And and these are always messages that you hear about the kingdom of God and, and maybe the confusion that we have or the lack of understanding in, in general about it. And it always, every time I've heard this message, and I, I, I know that Andy preached one during his time when I was here over about five years. I think this is the first one Ken has done during my time here. And then way back, this is like 2003. I remember Jeff Gang, he was our young adult pastor for Deeper, which was a ministry of the Forest Lake Church a long, long time yeah. ago. And I remember his sermon and how it really changed the way I looked at why do we live the way we live, right? Sometimes it feels like it would just be easier to not worry about, am I being, am I being a good person? Am mm. I... Uh, am I really trying to emulate Christ? Do I do I read my Bible? Do I take this time? And while all of that is rewarding in the Christian life, because if we didn't believe it, why would we do it? Like it all pays off and it all be, makes us closer to Christ and we become changed and we become better people. Always room for improvement. Got to put that in there. But he said, one of the things that he said that I'll never forget was, we don't have to wait for the kingdom. We can do kingdom living yes. here. And he said, the king, he said, put your hand in front of your nose. So I'll put it in front of the microphone. Put that, put that hand right there. And he's like, the, the kingdom of God is as close to, is your breath to your hand right now. He's like, it's right here. It's all around us. It's in us. And then Ken used all the same, all the same words and the same verbiage that, that Jeff used, uh, Jeff King used so many years ago, almost 20 years ago. And that was something that I would say, was a pivotal moment for me coming from a different culture in the Midwest. It was right after we'd moved to Florida and there was all this stuff that I'd never heard before or never thought of before. And this was one of those concepts that heaven seems, the kingdom of God seems so far away and like the disciples didn't get it. You know, we didn't attain it. And maybe when Jesus comes back, we'll get to experience it. But then to really stop and think about it, like it's in you and all the pieces that go in that that is that changes that that changes you 
once you once you grasp it and once you understand it, don't you think? I, I think it's amazing to understand that the kingdom of God is it's not only like you're saying, it's not only something that it's gonna come in the future in the yeah. future, but the fact that God can change our life now, it's uh but I, I would say it's not easy, Randy. No, 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 you're right. Some people they're gonna say, Oh no, this this guy's not gonna change. You know, sure. But I believe that if we we have a relationship with Jesus, it's impossible to not change. Yeah, I've seen in my family, my grandmother, my mom's dad. Uh, she came from very far, you know, a, a life without maybe maybe rules. She didn't have a good ed- education, and the church was super important for her. And and Jesus, let me say, changed her entire life, and and. And I think that God's plan it's it's definitely to to change our lives and characters now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's definitely not gonna stop. And and I think the future it's gonna be even better. But it's it's amazing to understand that God, the the our relationship with God has to be dynamic. I used to say this because if we don't change. If we don't evolve, if we don't, we don't grow. Something is wrong. Yeah, we're yeah. missing some piece of yeah. the puzzle. So, and I think it's confusing. I think maybe not confusing. Let's. Not, I don't want to say that word. Mm-hmm. I think it's difficult to understand because we don't know what we don't know. Mm-hmm. God is so infinite and He's so mysterious, and there's things about Him that. I personally believe we will spend eternity figuring oh, yeah. out or Definitely. coming to some kind of understanding and who who knows like what parts will still just be mysterious. Yeah. And I think that's where the confidence or lack thereof comes when it's like, well, I, I don't know. Am I, am I doing this right? Is yeah. is I mean the kingdom of God, how how can that be this close? Yeah. But yet when people when you've lived a different lifestyle wholeheartedly and then you move towards slow but sure. Mm-hmm. You don't see it. Just like Ken used the analogy of his son. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, like man, in the last year yeah. and a half, he's grown. He's becoming a man. Yeah. And not one day did he sit sit there and go, oh, man, you know, look mm-hmm. at the change. But over the course of time, yeah. Eric has become a different person yeah. just like us. And that's the part that I think I, I like to try to speak into for people that go, I'm in that process and I'm a little unsure of where I'm at and it makes me nervous that I'm not doing it right. I'm not getting it right. But really when it comes down to, you know, Ken talked about it, it's really a kingdom of submission, inviting God in, inviting the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. in and saying, I'm willing to do what you tell me to do. Yeah. It's, uh, I like the um, comparison that uh, the Bible makes between the spirit and and, and the, the the wind mm, we don't yeah. know from where it's coming from and we we don't know <laughs> where the spirit is taking us leading us and you know i i understand what what you're saying that sometimes we put some pressure on, uh, on us that we have to change things in our lives and and we are worried because we don't we don't want to be like this but yeah. we don't Sometimes we can't change, and it's taking maybe forty years, and we are doing the same the same, same mistakes. Thing. Yeah, uh, but I think that we have to trust God. He is on time. The Spirit of God works 
in us and the changes that God wants to do in our lives, sometimes it's, it takes time. And, and he teaches us to be patient with other people too. Yeah, it does. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, and, and I, think, I think it's very important for us to not try to change ourselves because we can get in the wrong place Ooh. trying to, you know, t just to be who we are. We are not, yeah. or we are not supposed to be. And, and with time, if we trust God, I think he can change us. And I think it's good for other people to see us go through that transition. Exactly. So I think sometimes when yeah, we pray for like, God, why don't you just take it away? Mm -hmm. You know, this is a sin that I, I struggle with yeah. or that I have a difficulty with and I'm mm -hmm. praying in earnest. I know there are other people praying in earnest and yet here we are 10, yeah. 20 years later. But I also feel like when you really, it's not until you can look back maybe that you see, man, I did that sin at will before. Didn't really think that much. Yeah, maybe once in a while I'd feel bad about it or it would impact me. But now I can see the sin coming. Like God's given you, he's moved you to that point where it's like, okay, now I'm putting it in, I'm, you can see it in front of you. You can choose to not do it. And okay, uh, you're still going to slip. You're still going to make that, that, that mistake. Other people see your growth and go, Maybe it's anger. I think that's when a lot of people like, oh man, yeah. fiery temper and mm -hmm. wow, you did really good. Like five years ago, you would have just you would have lost it, yes. right? And so I think it's good too, even though we're impatient, not on God's time frame. And I thought what made that more palatable for me for what was what Ken said was that in the Gospels, the kingdom of God, kingdom of heaven is used like it was used quite a few times, mm -hmm. and. That it's really the authority of God, the authority of the values in you that were put there by God. And then you're like, well, wait a minute. There's authority there of these values that God gave me. And it's part, you know, it's part me to to realize those and to and to work on those. But having God's authority, that 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 oh, that brought comfort to me. Yes. To to hear it that way instead of it's God's justice, yeah. you know, or something like that where you're feeling like I can never achieve, but this is, these are, these are things that are, you're striving for that God's given you as values mm -hmm. and the authority to do those. And it's like, Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I can do this. Yeah. The, I would say the way of living of the lifestyle of the kingdom, kingdom of God, uh, that we see in the Bible and, and, it's something very different. And I think as human beings, we struggle to understand it because we don't have control. Example. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. We see, we read the book of Acts and we're going to see that the church is growing. The church was born and everything was made by the spirit. So the spirit took them there. The spirit did this, the spirit did that. And the church was growing and, and this was a big movement that God was guiding, God was doing. Mm, yeah. And sometimes we tend to control our, you know, we want to be better at this. We want to do this because, you know, we want to be more like God. But the truth is um, the way that God works. And, and I saw that Ken was making a comparison between, you know, politics and uh <laughs> And Christianity yep. uh, uh, principles or, or values. Yeah. And uh, the spirit works in a way that we can't understand. Yeah. And sometimes you see, 
people uh, um, being lives being changed by the spirit and you can't explain how and, and why but we have I think we have a hard time I personally have a hard time accepting especially as a pastor I'm pretty sure that sometimes we have a lot of plans we want to do things and it turns out there's a hurricane or there is a, an event that we can't control yeah and I'm pretty sure that we preach a message to, today and in two three five years we have another idea or we think in a different way about that message because the spirits, you know, constantly new lights and, and yeah, but I think it's amazing. Uh, and it's good to not compare politics or the kingdom with things that, uh, we see, you know, like, like, I don't know if you understand what I wanted to say, but the disciples, they wanted Jesus to be, Oh yeah. The governor, the, you know. The one in John when he said, my kingdom yeah. is not earthly kingdom where my, my yeah. followers would be out yeah. fighting for me. That's totally yeah. what they wanted. And Jesus was like, mm -hmm. let's love each other. Let's <laughs> serve each other. They were like, oh, no, no, we want to be in control, you know. I really appreciated that part about politics and earthly kingdoms versus kingdoms in our heart. And while broken, both, you have a chance as that kingdom in your heart when like Ken said, you you really you give that growing dynamic. It's it's slow. You're never done. It's not going to be perfect, but it's the growth and it's the it's the journey. And again, I've just over the last couple of weeks, there's been things that have happened in my life that I've seen people that I have known in the past, and people that have seen me as a totally different person. Mm -hmm. And then, but they still accept me now even though they can't always compute that can, you can see the look on the face. Like how did this person start working for a church? And that, that this person that I see in front of me now who, you know, still has rough edges and still mm -hmm. has some of the same personality traits, but has decided to go in a direction that I would have never guessed mm -hmm. myself included. I mean, I'll, I'll put myself in, in that as well. And I think that's the part when Ken talked about the the mustard seed and the yeasts, you know, it starts small but becomes this one of the largest plants and that that yeast just starts permeating every part of you and it can't help but just change you when that is the, he's talking about that agape authority and, you know, is God's kingdom what I want in me? Is it? And at the end of the day, when you see what you've become and what could be and what God does for you. For It's hard for that not to be. Now, that's not to say that all the other things that you want to do mm -hmm. become easy, but I thought that was a really good look at God takes care of it, and if you continue to invite him to do with you what he will, people are getting a foretaste of the kingdom. Taste and see that God is good. And that's a foretaste of what's to come. And I, I think that journey, again, that's just been on my mind since I heard the message this week, and it really stuck with me, that I think that journey, sometimes we can maybe take a little pride in the journey instead of going, yeah, why is this taking so long, God? Yeah. I just don't understand. And see what, what maybe what someone else is gleaning from your journey mm -hmm. as they watch you from the outside. Yeah, I, I was working as a pastor. I was serving. I was happy in the ministry. But at some point, I realized that I was losing my mission. Mm. I was losing my mission. I was very focused on traditions, on forms. 
I was very focused on keeping the the things that uh, you know maybe worried about losing the old way of oh, doing yeah. things mm -hmm. and i'm not talking about other people i was just, feeling just, like that just feeling that yeah. yeah and i realized that i was feeling empty and i didn't have the motivation to to keep pushing like before and when we came to the states i was already like trying to find a place where i could especially in in our you know sda culture I was trying to find a place where I could just serve and let God guide me. Yeah. That was my my search and when I came to the to Whole Life Church and my first Saturday here I visited several churches here in the area and the first Saturday I remember that we saw uh the pastor really accepting showing acceptance uh showing this church without walls and just letting the spirit guide you know yeah. everybody here and 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 I was amazed to see that in the Seventh Day Adventist Church because I was not used to that and that changed me and I was like I want to stay in this church wow you know it's and, powerful and I can tell you that before maybe I would criticize this church and now I'm I changed yeah and I found a purpose I found a mission I found my I found my identity in this way of living uh, the ministry mm. and i asked god god if if i have to come back to the ministry it has to be something that i really i really relate and identify myself yeah. with and god put me here and i don't know i just feel like i didn't think it was possible you know because going to another country you don't feel super confident yeah. because you don't have a lot of friends you don't yeah. know people you don't speak the language very well But I think that when we put our lives, even if it's a big decision, when we try to live by the Spirit, mm -hmm. crazy things are going That's to happen. Good, Randy, yeah. I can tell you, it's a, and for whoever's listening to us right now, I think the spirits can make things in our life that we we are not expecting at all, and that's how God works. Absolutely, yeah. and I I, <laughs> I love your story because. In a lot of ways, I think we may have started in different places, but we've come to some same yeah. conclusions. After, you know, I came back to church and, and after I met my wife and, and Heather and, and we moved to Florida, it was a completely different, like I was like, church, and eh, we had, we weren't even going to church in our home church. Again, much more of a conservative community. Okay. And I don't want to say that like that's a bad thing because mm -hmm. there are plenty of people oh, yeah. that worship and find God in yeah. that community. But it doesn't mean it's for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. And so the coming here and having a different freedom to find a worship and to learn about a God through really godly mentors. I always think of of Bill Crofton and and Danny Hernandez and and Ken's been a, a great mentor and and Jeff here at the church mm -hmm. and, and Andy and getting a chance to hang out every week on the podcast that that's been fulfilling for me yeah. and one interaction I had this past week I was telling a friend who's not a Christian was a raised Adventist and wouldn't identify as a Christian, very outspoken against a lot of things Christians say to believe but then don't do mm -hmm. and. Oh, you're working for a church. And my response without thinking was, yeah, but I'm working for the right church. Mm. I said, I'm working in a place that actually 
with all the best intentions we can. Not, mm-hmm. we don't, we're not perfect. We don't mm-hmm. we don't get it right all the time. But with all the intentions of being in our community, engaged, helping people, helping each other, and really as a family. And I'm now the digital ministries director here at the church. I've been involved as a volunteer, as uh, someone who's helped with the podcast, different things. But I would never have considered full-time employment for any other church I've ever been to. Yeah. I just wouldn't. I can understand. But like you, it's like you you come and you see and you feel and you become a part of, and then it's like, wow, this is really cool and it shows what God can do. Yeah. Man, I'm so I'm so excited. This yeah. is uh that just gave me uh chills Good listening fun. to your story. So mm-hmm. well, if you didn't catch the message again, swipe up in today's show notes. You can listen to it on Speaking of Grace. You can go to wholelife.church and you can catch it on our website. And we did have a few questions that were actually one question, I believe. That came from uh, Joff is free, and I know Joff is free. He did our Juneteenth poetry, I guess it was poetry okay. rap. It was mm-hmm. uh, actually I was still in my other position. I actually uh, helped film that. Okay. He did an amazing job. So, Joff, thank you for sending in this this question. He said, "How do we distinguish between unity and uniformity when it comes to the kingdom?" It's a good question. It's something that we. We talk a lot more now, especially with more information, mm. yep. social medias yep. and, and technology. But I would say I didn't prepare an answer, but just yeah. telling you that I think uniform, uniformity, it's um, when you want everything in the same way, everything the same color, everybody dressing the same way, and it's not original. You don't have like... I think in unity, it's everybody together trying to get to, to, in this case, for Christianity. uh, We are always all looking at Jesus, but we are unique. We we have our own gifts, our own. The spirit work in different ways with us. You know, it's beautiful because, you know, I I think one of the most beautiful things that I got you know, living in Brazil, Portugal, uh, France, yeah, yeah. Uh, Switzerland, and now the States, it's being exposed to so many different co- cultures. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. You get so much. And when you learn an, a new language and you can understand how American people think, you know, it's it's amazing to see all, of, it's a lot of colors in, in, in the world. But we can be united and not have the same way of thinking and we can disagree and talk and and maybe tomorrow we're going to agree on certain something point. else yeah you know so i think god wants us to be united but i'm always scared of uniformity i don't know if that word exists no. but no i i agree with you yeah. i think uniformity we run into a lot of a lot of ways to be lazy yeah, because we can find the old way to do it. We can find a way that doesn't rattle any cages yeah. or make anybody uncomfortable. And not that we go out looking to do that on purpose, but to me, when you talk about unity, I agree with you hundred percent. When you look at all the gifts that everybody brings and somebody does, somebody does this very well and somebody does that. And if we can let all of our other petty differences go aside and really let Jesus mm-hmm. and the Holy spirit mentor those gifts, yeah. and then we can mentor gifts and together, 
I look no further. You haven't been to a church retreat yet, have you? Yes, did I you, did. Were you here in time last yes, year? Yes, I did, yeah. Look at all the talented stuff that uh-huh. goes on at church retreat that comes from, well, we're a multicultural, diverse background, and everyone brings their talents to mm-hmm. do something different. Everybody is celebrated, and it's all done because we want to be a community together, mm-hmm. a family. And when people look at us, I think that's the way that people see the love is when they see the Holy Spirit coming through in your gifts. Yeah. And they 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 see Freud, they see that smile. It's a gift you have. Mm. He talks with the smile. He walks with the smile. And other people have different gifts. And when we put them all together, we become this immovable force that you just, you can go out and people can go, that's a little bit different. And I would like to know yeah. more about that. And, and Jesus, uh, Jesus was praying for the disciples. Uh, I think it's John 13. I think something like that. Uh, I remember Jesus was saying that people will understand that we are his children's when we are united. Mm. Yeah. So it's very important for us to be united. But I think the spirits bring us together, but still Randy's Randy, Freud is Freud. Yeah. Freud is Brazilian, Portuguese, and French, <laughs> and Randy is American. Yeah. But the Jesus is only one. Yeah. And and I think it's it's amazing when you have so many different people together worship the same God and trying to to get the best of what we understand and sharing that love. It's a really cool thing when you see it all working together. And it doesn't matter what differences we may have that are just, you know, they seem big sometimes and the devil loves to take those and put the flames under them. But as long as we're in it together and we're really saying we're going to put God first and we're going to let him live inside of us and just keep working at it. And And everybody's important. And extend that to everyone else. God's working on me. He's working on you. and. Gosh, I know I'm not perfect. So, I mean, Freud, as far as I know, is perfect yet. He hasn't shown me anything <laughs> oh my yet. So, goodness. <laughs> far from that. <laughs> but, all right, we had one more comment from Anonymous who said Agape love is about responding calmly when faced with difficulties and sacrificing without complaining, waiting patiently and treating others as we would like to be treated. Easy to say, but sometimes hard to put into practice. I guess that's why we need to die daily to self, which is probably our biggest obstacle. Yeah, and I I agree, and I I hate the daily die to self. It it brings back some some connotations of a time when yeah. I hated that word, but I know I know the intent, and I mm-hmm. completely agree. And I would say that every day I'd like to use what Ken would say, and Ken has been talking about last week. We talked about it, and he talked about it this week as well. An invitation to mm-hmm. the spirit instead of me trying to. It almost makes me feel like, and I'm not. Uh, anonymous, I am not putting words in your mouth. Mm. But for me, I like the idea of I'm inviting the Holy Spirit. I'm I'm in my Bible. I'm inviting God in. I'm inviting the Holy Spirit in. Mm. I'm inviting that slow change that's coming instead of me going, oh boy, yeah. I hope I don't do this because every time I take that approach, I do like Paul, I, I do exactly what I say I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. And I and that's how that usually starts for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like what Ken said. Uh, he said, the important thing is in which direct, direction you're pointing. You're looking, yes, 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 yes. So I think that's something very important. Sometimes we, um, so she was talking about, uh, or the person anonymous was talking about love and in, in being changed uh, sometimes we're going to make mistakes, yep. but are we trying 
to go in a certain direction. I think that's very important. Yeah, really like that. God knows our heart, yeah. and it was again, it was a great message, and it was, it was done. I, I love the idea of the authority of God, which is something I hadn't heard in this context before. But just just re realizing again, again, I haven't heard this message a lot, but and which is why great question, right? It's a great series that we do each year, but just to know that the kingdom of God, we're not waiting for it. There's so many benefits to having Christ in our life and as our authority, inserting those values into us, how much better life is. Mm. That's part of the, that's part of the benefits. Now let's not put all the benefits off until a far away time and place that we go, ah, Jesus isn't really coming back in our time. Is he? Gosh, I hope so. I, I hope so. Amen. <laughs> so thank you, Anonymous. Thank you for Jaffa's Free for sending those in. And we always take all the questions that come in from the response time if we don't have time during the message. And this week, one of our whole life reflections was, is the kingdom of God good news to you? And if so, how are you sharing it? And so if that is something that you're, you've been thinking about, or maybe you haven't been thinking about, but if it really is God's the gospel's good news to you and the kingdom of God is good news to you. How are you sharing it? And I've never, I've never been one to be like an outright proselytizer. I hated it when people did it to me uh, growing up and I'm still not, I'm more comfortable with it now than ever, but I have, I have quit going the route I was taught, maybe just subliminally that we're out to win battles. I'm out to, if you ask me why I love Jesus, if you ask me why I believe in certain truths, I will tell you to the best of my ability to explain it. Mm-hmm. And then I let the Holy Spirit do the rest of the work because it's not my job to convince you. It's only my job to be, is it's my job to let Jesus shine through the best I can yeah. and uh, not argue. And that's how I've tried to do it. Um, and I, it's one reason I've really loved the podcast is because mm-hmm. it gives us a chance to talk open and freely and share thoughts and uh-huh. do it in a way that's not confrontational. I realized that a lot of times I was worried as a pastor to reach out to people, to mm, people, yeah. to preach the gospel. But actually, I realized that every Saturday in my church, I had someone new or just a visitor. Or just, yeah, yeah. So people are searching for God. Mm. Even if they don't know, they are. And, and exactly. <laughs> and sometimes we gonna we are going to have people, like we're going to meet people. We are going to uh, have visitors at our church that they want to hear more about Jesus or receive the love that they need. And I I agree with you. Sometimes we don't have to go very far. We don't have to structure something to, you know, uh, very complicated. God, if we are, I believe that if we, we are willing, God will put, people in our lives that mm. need the gospel and and we're going to grow with them too. We're going to learn with them and too. And he can make it he can make us pretty useful when he needs us to be, right? Exactly. And exactly. that's that's a cool thought. Yeah. That's a very cool thought. Mm. Well, Freud, I appreciate you on Me last too. minute. See, now this was super easy, wasn't it? Uh, super, I don't know, but you know, I didn't prepare. But it's fine. No, you, it was nice to do it with you. No, it was it was great to have you and I wanted to let us know that next week is a new series. Ken will be back for Dangerous Worship. And the name of next week's message is Dangerous Desire. And it's what is taking God's place in our lives right now? What do we risk by allowing God to be the greatest desire of our hearts? Ooh, 
Interesting. Because that kind of, that insinuates that maybe he's not the greatest desire. Yeah. So you, <laughs> you'll have to tune in next week. And again, we always appreciate comments. They don't have to come on Saturday. You can email or text or leave a voicemail for the show anytime, 407-965-1607 or podcast at wholelife.church. And we would love to read your comments. If you leave a voicemail, we'll play it on the air and uh, we'll tackle it to the best of our abilities. And so we would just say thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing the show. And we'll see you all again next week. And in the meantime, just have a fantastic week. 